Welcome to the Bothering Strangers podcast. I have a very interesting guest today. My guest today, he is a barber to the NFL, the NBA, the MLB, the XFL, when that was a thing, and more. My guest today is Barber562. How's it going, man? How you doing, boss? Hi, how, how, how you doing? Great. I'm, I'm you know. I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy you're here because like, yeah, I'm, like, I'm a... like, I, like we were talking before, like I find that like, I always find it so interesting how like people like you barbers go into like cutting all these celebrities hair. Mm. So what do you, so you've been cutting for a while, but like what, what kind of led you into becoming like one of the guys who cuts all these guys hair, all these LA athletes hair, like Clippers, uh, Chargers, all these guys, and other athletes when they come to LA. What? How did you get into that? Um, I have, I've had one client. Uh, he used to play for uh, the Giants, and uh, he's retired now. But it just started with one person. I went to his house. He used to just ask if I could cut a friend. It happened to be Leon McFadden, the DB for the Cowboys. Um, oh yeah. I yeah I went I went to the you know this is the only this. In the past four years, this is the only time I didn't go to the Cowboys camp because I've been doing the Cowboys camp for the past four years. Besides this year, we didn't, I didn't get to go, but uh, I cut hair over there, you know. And uh, from there on, it just branched out. And I have a couple closer friends like, uh, you know, Rashad Penny, the yeah. running back running for back. Seattle. Yep. Uh, that's why I've known him for many years. Um, his brother, EJ Penny, uh fullback for the Giants now. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's his brother. He's fullback there. And, uh, you know, just those are like my first main real close, like family, family people. So it, it kind of just started like like for a while and you still cut like people who are in athletes. You still cut like kids. Oh, yeah. Hair. But for a while you were just cutting like non-athlete hair. Oh. Yeah. Uh, this uh, with the whole athlete thing, I, it just, you know, everybody's it really took flight this year. This year was a really, really, a lot of people were just saying it's a really messed up year and, you know, COVID and everything. Um, but it's been a really great year for myself and my family and things are growing. But uh, career wise, yeah, this has got to be one of my best years. That's, it's interesting you said. So, but there was a time when you couldn't cut hair though because of COVID, right? Like at the beginning? Uh, you couldn't do it in a shop. Um, but I have the whole setup at home and, you know, I, you still got to get by. People right. don't realize we still got to work. I had a, a lot of my, I didn't take nobody new, new clients. Like I didn't take nobody, but athletes, I was taking more and more like, Hey, can you cut her so-and-so? Can you cut so-and-so? And boom, it just kept going. So where did you go to their house? Did they come to you? What, what was the, what was the situation? Um, some of them come to my house. A lot of them come to my house. Uh, they've been here. And then, uh, a lot of times I go to them too. And then with them, it's a little better too. Cause I don't go around. I'm not around a lot of people a lot. I'm just around really my kids and my girlfriend. And uh, then when I go with the players, they get checked every day. So yeah, they're, I'm safe. I'm safe. You're going to know. I'm safe. They're safe. Yeah. They're, they're running definitely like, going to find out. If they do. <laughs> they're getting a couple of COVID tests a week, a minimum. Oh, they get it every day. They get it seven days a week. Oh, did that see? I, I, I should know that. Um, who was who do you think the most famous athlete you cut is? Um, I would say 
I cut Jalen Smith from the Cowboys, linebacker, and then uh, pro bowler. I cut Solomon Thomas now, 49ers DN. Recently, yeah. And that was my more recent Josh Kelly, Kendrick. I mean, she's. I don't even like. It's kind of hard to say because now they're starting to get more famous. You know. Yeah. So if you say if if you if you're talking if you're saying like oh do you know Solomon Thomas oh do you know Josh Kelly, which one are you really gonna know? It just depends like where you're at where you're located. Very subjective. But, yeah. But uh, but Josh Kelly, that's my dog. He was he was drafted high, so you're gonna know the drafteds, you know. And he's playing. He's getting- and he's getting reps all the time. <laughs> so, you know, it's just, it's it's fun. It's so I would have to say Josh Kelly. Josh Kelly. I, I thought you Jaylen were. Smith. I thought you were going to say because we talked a little bit, a little bit about this earlier. I thought you were going to say like Lou Williams or like Matt Kemp from. Oh Boston. yeah, I mean, I actually I forgot about this. It's just I, it's hardly I rarely see those guys now. But if you would say, well, I guess if you would just ask who I cut the famous, I say Matt Kemp. Matt Kemp, because I mean, everybody over, loves over MVP. Everybody knows Matt Kemp. Everybody. Pretty household name, I'd say. Yeah. Cool, cool dude. I, I, I still cut and talk to his uncle Carl Kemp. He's you know out of Long Beach. Oh yeah, Matt Kemp is from around here. So I'm always curious about asking uh, people in your industry and like retail, like uh, what are your thoughts on um, on Yelp and like similar services? Like reviewing services, like to use them, not Yelp. like not like for you, but like what do you think about it when like people use them? Um, I think it's a great thing. Really? Like, yeah, I think it's a really great thing for so for me as a barber. Like I would always ask my clients, "Hey, bro, can you do me a favor? Give me a Yelp review. Give me a Yelp review. Yelp review. Everybody I met, and you know, I've gained a hell of a lot of clients through Yelp. Hell of a lot through Yelp. Wow. I, I I used to work six, seven days a week when I started the Yelp thing, and now I work like two and a half days a week. Sure. You got a lot of time on your hands now. Yeah, I do, but I got a lot of kids on my hands too. <laughs> so it's like the time's there, but the time's not there. What, do you have six kids? Six kids, yes. How do you uh, How do you, How do you? manage this? Is, uh, how do I manage that? It's just crazy. It's hard. Um, right now, through the COVID, it's a little easier because we're stuck at home, really. Um, we go to the park here and there. But uh, when it's not COVID, it's a little bit more rough. My daughter's travel ball. You know, she plays softball. So um, that kind of gets us here, there, everywhere, you know. And then all everybody else got to go. They all got to go with us. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, are they? Are your kids, like, homeschooling or, like, are they online school, in school? Zooms. They're so zooming. Okay. So I'm. We're doing that too. We're a teacher. You know, me and my girl. We're teachers here too. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really forcing people to adapt. <laughs> it it's it's rough. It gets rough, man. It gets really rough. I, I I couldn't, I couldn't teach a lot. Of, like, there's a lot of stuff. Like, I was I was only in high school like six years ago. Mm-hmm. And looking back on like calculus, I took that in high school. I couldn't even begin it. I wouldn't even close to talk to this, bro. I was struggling. <laughs> I don't. I, I'm. I'm. I'm impressed. I'm impressed because like a lot of people are in your situation and then they're figuring it out. Yeah, I got it. I love it. Good. I love this stuff. Good. 
so I was going to say with Yelp, hasn't it, I, I mean, I understand you, what you, like your side with like, you know, asking people, Hey, can you review me? Has it ever gone the other way for like, where like for your business, let's say like you cut someone's hair up and like, they just don't like it, you know, not like you did anything wrong. It's just like, it like they had like a specific image in their mind and it didn't quite go according to plan. Um, sometimes, it, happen sometimes. That way? Uh, it hasn't happened with me, but I've seen it happen. Like, cause sometimes, sometimes Yelp's a bad thing. It is. But for the most part, I think it's a great thing for businesses uh, and it helps. But you got to know, too, whether it's good, it's going to be bad, too. Not everybody's going to you can't satisfy everybody. So not everybody's going to gonna be you can think the haircut looks great. Person's not going to like it and they're going to let the world know. When people are mad about haircuts, they, they want to let everyone know. Exactly. And they're wearing a hat. Exactly. They're always wearing a hat. Yep. Mm hmm. That's what I, uh, I I always loved seeing people in college wear hats for like three months at a time. Mm-hmm. There's, 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 it's grown out from the haircut and they're still wearing a hat. Oh, I can't. I can't. Didn't cut me up right. Can't do it. Yeah, like, it's been a while, bro. <laughs> I, I think you're good now. I think you're fine. It's okay. Um, so your shop, you said it's in, you know, you're from Downey. Where's your shop? Uh, Norwalk. Norwalk. Is it Norwalk? Mm-hmm. So do... Do these guys, do they ever come to your shop? Yeah, a lot of guys come to the shop. What's, what's like the, are they recognized by like other people when they're in there? Uh, sometimes. It just depends. I mean, they're, they're normal guys, you know. But, you know, when I cut some of the linemen though, well, you, yeah, you, you see, you see, a, you know, six, five, six, six guy come walking in. You're going to be like, oh, he's, he does something. He either plays football or basketball. Yeah, and, not, you know, not too many guys are, are that big and not play. Yeah, they're not that big. So when they come in, you know, it's it's cool. When you got the receivers that come in and they're a little bit more skinnier, a little shorter, you know. But uh, if you know football, you're going to know who it is. Like when uh, I had Kendrick go to my house, I mean, to the barbershop, and there was a couple 49ers fans just happened to be there. And uh, they're like, oh, is that Kendrick born? And they're so then you hear him talking, you know, the shop talks. Um, and, uh, the, and then he pulls up, he little flashy. And then, uh, who else went to the shop? Um, did, uh, did, Joy, the... did Joey Bosa come to the shop? No, no, no. I was going to say, I felt like if Joey Bosa came to the shop. Joey Bosa has not had a haircut all quarantine. He looks like it too. He hasn't or, had I'm a sorry, I said Joey Bosa. I meant Nick. Yeah. No, nope. They haven't had haircuts since the quarantine started. <laughs> yeah, well, I've I've seen Joey Bosa, and he looks like he's just rocking. Yeah, he's just rocking it. He's waiting. He's going full flow. I'm 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 there with them, but he's he's holding it out. He's holding. Have you ever Have you ever felt <laughs> starstruck from like a client? So what starstruck? Yeah, like you specifically. Um, you know, I cut a uh, Alfred Morris. And uh, when I was at the camp and I was cutting him, I didn't even really know who he was. He just kind of peeked his head into the door and he's like, this is where everybody getting haircuts. And, you know, everybody was sitting there. I was cutting Jalen at the time. And uh, he's like, oh, I'm next, you know. I got to go. So he, you know, finished Jalen. Alfred came out. I'm cutting his hair. You know, this is Alfred. Introduced himself. And I was like, I'm lining him up. And I'm like, I'm thinking like, Alfred Morris? I said, are you Alfred Morris? I look at him. Like on the side, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm like, oh, oh, shoot it!" He shook his hand, you know. It was just that. I think that at that time, that was like uh, the biggest star I had cut. 
besides when it was Matt Camp, but Alfred Morris was one of the biggest football players up there because he was a killer, like Pro Bowl with the Redskins, you know? And uh, he's super humbled man. I don't really hurt. remember. I don't really remember much of him. Yeah, he killer. No, he's number forty six with the Redskins running back. Used to run over everybody. I have like I have like vague memories of of him, mm. and they're all very yeah. positive. I I've had a couple I've had a couple moments with Chargers players where I've been like, it hasn't been I've been starstruck, but and the reason I've been starstruck is because I was uh like I didn't expect to see them. Mm-hmm. And like the the element Did of you surprise. See? Uh, so I uh I've told this story on podcast before. I think I like two, three summers ago. I would say, not two summers ago. I delivered food to Keenan Allen's house, mm-hmm. not expecting it to be Keenan Allen. <laughs> you open the door, and then <laughs> open the door, and like I'm five eleven. He looked very tall to me you know i i he said he says he's six three online he looked six three six three six four i think he looked, like he looked much taller than that because i remember just craning my head a lot like very up and being and like i had like i had like that moment that you had of like who is it who is it who is it who is it and i'm like and then i instead of instead of thinking it i went keenan allen like i, I couldn't like separate my thoughts from my words mm-hmm. it was like yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, I'll tell you, like the Alfred Morris, it was, it was real, uh, it was a real good feeling at that time. I was like, what the heck? I get to cut Alfred Morris? Like, what? And then, uh, he just, cool cat. I mean, they're all regular people. Everybody's regular people I cut, you know? And I never, and I don't treat nobody different because of what you do. Uh, you come to my shop, you get the same prices as a regular person, you know, that doesn't play football or doesn't play basketball or baseball. Um, you get, you know, you're treated the same. You're not, you're a regular person. It's yeah, it's good. Do you, uh, your shop, how many, how many guys do you have in there cutting? There's a, uh, see, one, two, three, four, five, five, six with me. Six with you? Yeah. So, but to so all these guys, they like, they usually like, like request you to cut their hair. Uh, the athletes? Yeah. Yeah. Athletes, yeah. They, they come straight to me. They, they, DM me or something, and I know they're coming. And uh, I never tell nobody they're coming. I just kind of let them. You can't come do in that. You can't because then everyone. I let like, them. Everyone's gonna be like, they're gonna, stuff. they're gonna, yeah, they're gonna. Feel, I don't want it to be awkward when they come, you know. So when when they see him and they're just like, what the heck, like, oh, he's a big guy. He must do something. Then it's like, I'll ask, or they ask me when they leave. Oh, did he play? I was like, oh yeah. Oh, why did you tell? Her? I was like, I'm not, I'm not here to tell you. I'm just here to cut hair and cut their hair. That's it. <laughs> I, I had that moment in college. I went to college in uh, Kansas mm-hmm. and I was in Kansas city and I was in a restaurant and I, and it was like a Saturday night, like before chiefs game mm. and they were playing the Ravens the next day. And I saw an Uber pull up two big dudes, like linemen, tight end types, linebacker, tight end types, pull up, pull up out, out of the Uber in Ravens gear, grab food and go. And people were realizing as they were in there, they're like, they're in, they're yeah, gonna be playing the Chiefs tomorrow. Yeah, they got a game. <laughs> so, but they were they were in and out of there so fast that like nobody was like fast enough to like stop them. Mm-hmm. But like it, it was basically it was like the same thing where it's like everyone was like kind of like figuring stuff out in their head, and they just they were gone. And it was uh, 
It was enjoyable. I liked. I, I, I was just. I was just staring. I was just. I was just like looking around. Like who's gonna realize? You're stuck, huh? But I saw them in the car. I saw them in the car. I'm like, oh, I don't know who they are. I can't, I can't pull them their faces, but I know they're on the Ravens. And then eventually, everyone's like, oh, dang, they're on the Ravens. Oh my god! And there's like the whispers are going around. Yep, that's all you hear, even in the shop. Does he play yeah. football? Where does he play football? At? Like, uh, you hear it. I just kind of laugh. You know, just leave it at that. If they ask after, I tell them. Yeah. After. after. <laughs> when they're gone. Yeah. So don't get bugged, you know? Some you, some people don't like to get bugged. Uh, why? Why? Yeah, I don't. I mean, they're just people. Yeah. Did you, uh, did you, do you cut any of the UCLA guys, USC guys? Um, yeah, I, I cut, uh, the McLean brothers. One of them that just, uh, kind of got in trouble. That's cool. Yeah. While they had, they had the little thing going. It'd be all right. Loon, uh, lunar. Okay, so so you're much more in the in the professional. Yeah, more of the the league. Did did you realize how lucrative it can be? Like, kind of like cutting in in cutting celebrities' hair because like certain rappers I've heard like literally bring people along with them. They bring like mm-hmm. and like obviously they get they're getting paid like thousands of dollar cut possibly. You know what I mean? Like. They're like top of the top of the hair of the haircutting game, but they, they just travel with them. Yeah, they travel like and they get paid a lot per cut. So, did you realize how lucrative it was as an industry? Um, when I got into it, it, when I got into it, it was kind of it wasn't like it is now. Like I've been cutting. Uh, this is my thirteenth year, so when I started, it was a little bit low. You know, it wasn't such a high demand like. You say you're a barber, it's like barbers don't make no money, or you know what I mean. It's like, but now it's it's like the thing to do. Like, oh, barbers are dope. Like they make their own schedules and they do what they want, and and I do. <laughs> I do make my schedule. I do what do what I want. But it took time to do that, though. You know, it wasn't just like oh, I've been cut for two years. I I've been damn. I'm the, I'm the shit. I got to do nothing. Uh, it takes ice or seven, six, seven days a week. I, I feel like there was a certain point where like, like you were talking about where like when you started cutting these guys hair, like it wasn't as big a deal, like as it is now. Oh, no, no. I was just talking just cutting in general. Like back when I barely started, it wasn't being trying to be a barber. wasn't the, the, the best career to go, you know, and now everybody want to be a barber. It's a little more glamorous now. Yeah. It's, it's a, uh, See, but they just see the glamour. That's all they see. They don't see the, the city. Yeah, they don't see the sitting there for, for three years and trying to build your client, you know? They just see the, oh, they like, he's over there cutting people. Like, he's cutting him. He's cutting him. Like, I've, been, I've been done a lot. So been a rough road. Right. So, so talk a little more about that. When, like, when you started 13 years ago. When you mm-hmm. started, like, how do you even, like – not don't even like without even talking about like the athletes you cut how do you even build a client base as a barber man you got to be in the shop <laughs> you got to be in the shop you gotta you gotta be willing to just grind it because barbering is not just you know you, you got to have the person trust you person's got to trust you with right, yeah. when they walk in the shop and if they don't see you in the shop or you know, they go in there in the shop and you're never there, but you're there randomly and they see you and it's like, uh, no, I'm good. You ain't never here. I don't even know who you are. But then it's just getting the trust and 
relationships and communicating with the clients. So I've got clients that I've cut for about 11 years. They never went nowhere else. And I've got clients that I've cut 11, 10, 11 years that they probably went somewhere else one time. And that's just like, that's just how it is. Just, but it's been only the relationship though. It's a relationship. It's, it's, just, it's a strong thing. So was there a lot of like at first when you're like just in the shop waiting, like you see all these people going like other barbers and then and you're waiting for your for just someone to cut. Was there a lot of like you got mm-hmm. that haircut because, you know, whatever they didn't they hadn't reserved an appointment or whatever it is. And then they were and then like you were just there. Oh, yeah. And you were there so often that they kept on coming in, seeing you. They're like, OK, he gave me a good cut. They have the memory the first of the good cut and they kept on coming. You just uh-huh. you're physically there. Was there a lot of that? Yep. There was a whole lot of that. Those days I go, oh, do you need an appointment? You got an appointment? Oh, yeah, yeah, what's so-and-so? Oh, okay, cool, no problem, no problem. And when days and days like that, and I just get in the people that, oh, yeah, no, I got an appointment. I'll take you, come on, boom. Just give them a nice little haircut, you know? And then, oh, okay, you know, see you, whatever. And then the uh, next same thing, you know? But it's just once people see that you can cut, then they're build, they'll trust you a little bit, you know? Like, okay, maybe you could cut yeah. me too. It's, and then, uh, it's super important. Mm-hmm. Like I, I've seen people wait hours. Yeah. <laughs> I used to, I used to do that with no, I used to do like no appointments. I used to just do like just walk-ins, you know, and people would come and just wait and wait and wait, waited two hours for me. And, uh, but now I'm not, I, I'm, you're in and out of my chair in like 15 minutes, 20 minutes top. Really? You work that fast? Yes. That's in my a- shop. I'm like, it's like about 15, 20 minutes a cut. That's super impressive. Like I don't I don't remember ever getting a haircut in 15, 20 minutes. You gotta come check me out. I'll hook you up in 20 yeah, minutes. I guess <laughs> I, I guess so. Like not not like it's ever taken that long, but like minimum 30 minutes. It, yeah. That's by And the- you know what? And and I don't try. I don't try to like okay, yeah. I'm gonna do this one in 15. I'm not I don't try to push you out of my chair because that's that's one thing I don't want you to feel like, that, like that, oh he's just super cuts thing right there. Yeah, you know, I don't want them to feel like I'm rushing you to get out of my chair. Like, okay, you just want my money because it's, it's far from that. I don't need your 40 bucks. But I do want you to to come back when like, oh, dang, why why would you want to wait? Why would you want to be in a chair for an hour? And I can do it in 20 minutes and probably a little better. And you can get it in 20 minutes. Boom. I, all right. Thank you, bro. You know, go about your day. Do you, do you find that people, cause like, I, I feel like people equate length of haircut, like how long you're in the chair with quality mm-hmm. of haircut, right? Mm-hmm. So like, even when I hear yeah. you say like 20, 15, 20 minutes to me, that I, I, I that's like a warning bell goes off in my head. Like, like that's my first reaction. Like, dang, he's going to mess me up. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're thinking, oh, he's going to move too fast. He, he, he's too, cause, cause you have barbers, you have like. You have like your supercuts, your sports clips. You have like these shops that are like they're mm. all about. They're, they're like a numbers game, right? Like get as many yep. people, get as many people out. Yep. Because like the supercuts and all that—that's a they're hourly, you know. So they just boop, boop, get up out, you know, get on. Yeah, they, they they won't even cut the back of your head sometimes because like you can't see it. <laughs> yeah, they're like oh, he ain't gonna see it. Chances of him looking back there probably very. You're not slow. wrong. I mean, I can't see it, so. Yeah. Uh, so what do you, so like, it was that, was that something that you had to kind of work around at first? Cause people were like, people, I feel like there, there would have been people in your shop. Right. And they're seeing mm-hmm. you cut, cut a dude up in 20 minutes. And they're like, even into the, 
you know. To this day, I've cut. To this day, I cut like you know, 15, 20 minutes, and yes, I've cut like four guys, three, four guys, you know, and then there'll be the other barbers that are just finishing up one, and their clients look like they like they got nice. They got like you know, and just you know, it's, it just depends on how everybody else feels. My clientele, they just do not like to wait. They're in and out, boom, boom, like oh. If I'm taking a little bit longer, they're like, bro, let's take you long. If you're, if you're taking 25 minutes, like, why are you two? Why are you yeah, so Yeah, they start, they're like, bro, I got to go. They're like, oh, shoot, my bad. That's so interesting. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I never I, – I, you're, you're literally the first person I've ever heard say, like, that you can cut in 20 minutes. So and That's chilling. That's not even trying to rush you. That's just – Yeah, I, that's – that's why. That's why I'm like. That's like. I'm. That's why I'm so like shell shocked right now. I'm like, what? Twenty minutes? That's impossible. Can't do it. So, uh, I mean, it was that. What do you do? You think that was kind of how you became popular amongst athletes? Just because you know. Uh, when I when I do house calls and stuff, I try not to go like I don't try to to, to go fast. But I mean, it's still like I'll go up to their house. I do house calls, and it's like okay, I'll be here for twenty minutes. Boop, 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 boop. And I try not to be, but I just. I, I I don't want to take up too much of their time either, and you know, I just try not to go fast. But it just happens to be fast. But I always have them look in the mirror. Right. Uh, go to the restroom. I tell them go to the restroom, bro. You know, check out the mirror, see what you see, what's wrong. Part, no, come back. Boom. Bam. Perfect. All right, we out of here. Thank you. Do you feel like some of these people you cut like are they like family to you, like athletes? Yeah. Like you know, you cut for so long, you built such that you just interwoven such like close relationships. Yeah, because uh, I see a lot of my clients more than I see some of my family, you know. Really, I just see um, my kids a lot. Um, oh. and that's really it. But I do see athletes a lot. I see them at least once a week, you know. And uh, like I told you, like I said, it's just relationship. I've been in a relationship with them. I have guys that come to my house, you know, we eat steaks and just dinner and chill, play games, play car games. So it's just more like family now. At first, like, it's like, okay, it's, you know, it's business. You kind of right. hang out, get, get to know them. And then, you know, I just go to the crib, bro. All right, cool. And shit, they're just like family. I had, um, I, I remember getting a haircut as, like, in college. And, the, and I was talking to the guy about sports. And, like, and, mm. and, and he said, and he's like, I don't really follow sports. He's like, but I should. Because then I'll have like more stuff to talk about mm-hmm. with like with clients. So is mm-hmm. that some is that is that something that like is kind of relatable? Where it's like, do do you do you you know kind of get immerse yourself in certain areas so you can relate to people on different topics, or is that not something you try to do too much of? I try. I try to just talk to them, you know. Because I mean, barbers are like uh, they're like therapists too, you know. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes the client, I have a bad day, like, man, bro, like, I got this going on, this going on. And you just got to listen, you know, just be the ear. And then sometimes they, you know, they want your feedback, you know, or your opinion on things going on. But sometimes, like, I have some clients going through things and I'm going through the same thing. It's like, bro, like, man, I thought it was just me. And they're like, nah, it's not only you, you know, it's just, it's, it's cool. And then you just kind of just talk. But that, that again, too, that's just the relationship you build with the people. Because sometimes I got clients I've been cutting for a long time, too, and they just say it's kind of quiet. They like the quietness. Like, all right, bro, thank you, man. I'll see you next week. Oh, right, yeah, no problem, bro. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. Some, so I've, some people just enjoy the, like, serenity. 
Exactly. Like, that's like, I do. The only thing you could hear is like is like a is like a razor. Mm-hmm. Essentially. Because I love it. When I get a haircut, whenever I can get a haircut, I just sit there. I close my eyes and I just I just relax. Like, okay, I just this is what I've been waiting for. For to sit down and just get a haircut and relax. No kids, you know, nothing. Just cut everything out and just sit there. Do you uh uh do you know do you know how to cut your own hair? Yes. Yeah. But you, I do. No, or you do. Yeah, uh, I I cut it pretty good, but I just um I cut too much. I cut too much hair to to be like okay, I'm gonna cut mine. This I rather relax. I rather give you. Some, I rather give some of my money than to I just relax. <laughs> I. I I get it. It's yeah. There, it's for sure. Like you got to you like, if you're cutting your own hair, which, which is something I've never understood, you cut the back of your head, but I'm sure you know how it's uh, you got to focus up, you know, mm-hmm. everything's no, backwards. There's no relaxation in cutting your own hair. Cause you got to like always be paying attention. Yep. But uh, yeah. So I, I, I understand that too. Uh, do you want your kids to cut hair? Is that, or is that like not something for you? Um, I, I talked to my oldest, I talked to my oldest about it. And, uh, you know, she, sometimes she's interested, sometimes they're not. And whatever they do, they do, you know. If I get one that does, cool. If not, then what can you do? Yeah, sure. How, how old is your oldest? Uh, my oldest is 12. It's my oh. daughter. Okay, yeah. Still still figuring it all out then, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they're all young, you know, so they'll watch. Sometimes they mess around, but, yeah, nothing nothing crazy my oldest is 12 my youngest is five months wow that's that's a big that's a big age difference right there <laughs> that's serious yeah that's it's a big gap so what do you have they have they like picked up any skills from like watching or like you teaching um nah because they'll come watch for a couple seconds and then leave like nothing ever happened <laughs> <laughs> but they do like you know we sit down you know on sunday sometimes they're sitting with me Watching, I, I would try to watch all the Charger games, and uh, just they're like, "Oh, Dad, you know whose hair do you cut?" You know, and so there he is right there, so 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 so. So that's pretty cool. That's always the blessing where I get to get to hear that, and they get to tell their friends, "Oh, my dad cuts them, my dad cuts them," and that's at the end of the day, like that's that's why I, I I do it. Like I do it to satisfy them, and it's dope to hear them say it. Like get, they get to tell their friends, like who. Your dad never met them. My dad knows all of them. Yeah. Do you uh? Do you feel so? Like you cut you cut like a lot of the Chargers players. Mm-hmm. Like, do you think at any team you're for sure cutting the most over there? Yeah, yeah, def- most definitely. Do you? And then once all this, once all this COVID stuff, I'll be inside the facility, like for sure. You're inside. I'm the, already in the one in uh the one in Orange County. Yes, sir. Once all this COVID is done, I'll be right in there. I already got. I already got the okay. And you know they already let the players know. Just hey, just let Junior know that you know he's in here. Once COVID and stuff clears up, we're gonna need him in here. Were you going to the hotel in training camp? Yes, sir. You were going to the Marriott and Irvine and cutting and doing it over there. Yep, I go to different floors. Go to sixteen. I go to four. I go back to twelve. Go to eight. Go to nine. Got all your stuff. Uh, you're ready to go. Yep, I got to take my backpack, pack it up, oh, roll out. Yeah, that's, that's very cool. Yeah, I mean, I, I know they're not letting anybody in the facility right now. Obviously. No, no, then nobody gets in there. No, Players and coaches. <laughs> it's it's quite secure and they're quite strict about it, as they should be. Yeah, 
Um, so do you, uh, so, I mean, are you a Chargers fan? Like who are your teams? Uh, you know what, shoot, man, I, at heart, you know, I, growing up, I was, uh, I'm a Raider fan. Sure. And, uh, so the whole transition, you know, it's not even like I'm transitioning, you know, I'm, I'm lucky. I've been pushing to a Charger fan, bro. To be honest with tough. you. I'm, I've been uh, it's hard. Life. Oh yeah. It's tough. It's, it's difficult watching them. Oh man, I, yeah, that's, that'll be a Chargers fans. Like I tell you, like I've been a Raider fan my whole life, and uh, you know, but I'm always with the guys, and you know, hanging out, cutting their hair, going to the games. Chargers pay my bills. Chargers pay they, my bills. They kind of do though. They, they, you know, and 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 then now it's like minus the bills. It's like it's more. They're just like my family. I hang out with them. Just it's more family. It's like man, boom! I'm going to the game. I'm here at the game. Got my Chargers game, boom! I watch the Chargers game every every week, um, like well, loyally, loyalty, like it's just I'm I'm a Chargers fan. I ain't never told I ain't never told nobody that though. <laughs> so you're a Chargers fan? Well, well you, Chargers fan. you don't want to like get your stuff. You don't want to like be kicked out of your own family if I say you're not a Raiders fan. <laughs> nah, you did. I always had love for the Raiders, bro. But I mean, this is just where I'm at now. Like. My point in life and my career, it's just shifting. I cut zero Raiders. Well, of course. I cut, I, I cut a whole lot of Chargers. And I was just shifting this way, you know? And it's it's fun. I like it. But the Raiders also, they moved to Vegas. And I feel like that has to, like... I, I, I felt a, really bad. I felt really bad for like Oakland, honestly. Because, like, they lost the Golden State Warriors to San Francisco recently. <laughs> like, yeah. like, they're losing all these teams... And it's, and it's like they're losing part of their city, you know? Mm-hmm. Like the Raiders yep. were so ingrained in Oakland. Well, they were there for years, long yeah. time. And then Vegas. No, Vegas. boom, they're gone. They don't care about football. They care about betting in Vegas. They don't care about football. No. I, I Yeah, I think it's – I don't know. It's, it's a weird, weird move, but stadium's nice. <laughs> stadium's killer. The stadium's amazing. <laughs> That's the only reason I want to go to a game. Oh, me too. It's not even about the Raiders. Uh, I will. I'll be in there. I'll be there next year. Yeah, they're not doing tenants. I don't think this year. No, nah, they ain't doing anything. If, uh, Chargers are going up there too. So, like right now, you know, like there's the jersey above you, Joshua Kelly, uh, UCLA, mm. from LA, I think. Uh, yeah, it's, it's out this way, it's up north. Yeah, so from LA, near LA, UCLA, Chargers. Um. Do you like? Do you find yourself like rooting for him a lot more? Like, do you find yourself like rooting for like specific guys because like you know these guys? Yeah, I see them all the time, you know. And when, like I said, I watch them and I and I want them to do great. Yeah, I want them all to do great. I want them all to be winning, you know, everybody. But uh, yeah, I, I I root up for all of them, even when they played the Raiders the other day. I was mad they lost, but. They they lose they lose every week. It's not that good. It's it's hard. It's hard. It's hard because yeah, they'll be all right because they're so hard. good. It, yeah, it, that's what I was gonna say. It's hard because they have a good roster. It's they it, have, it, it's not injuries like kill. Injuries hurt them though too. You know, of course. So. Yeah, the injuries hurt them, but it's like they have a good roster. They like can't finish games or like they can't hold leads or like it's a lot of like psychological stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's that's little like, things. Yeah, it, it's a lot of little things building up, which makes you lose. 
So that's hard to watch that, but uh, I, I could go on about this, you know, for hours. <laughs> I, I, I watch every game too. So it's one of those things that just, you know, it's yeah. fandom, fandom. That's why fandom's so tricky. Cause like, even when your team's bad, like this year, the charge is like what, two and six, two and seven as of today, no. Sunday, uh, November 27, 15th. November, yeah. Uh, yeah, 15th. Yeah. So it's like even like when they're bad, like you still feel such a connection to them that you're gonna keep on watching. Oh yeah, of course. Like at the end of the day, like the family. Hey, you lose shit. It sucks you lost, bro. But hey, you're gonna you're gonna get to play this game next week and you're gonna keep pushing. Like life keeps pushing. Like I tell them all. Like when they're hurt or something, and I talk to them and I'm cutting them or whatever. Like you know, I, t- I tell them I take care. Of, just make sure you take care of yourself because they're young. They're like you know, 22, 23, yeah, 20, 25. You know, I just don't take care. You know, so make sure you get yourself right, and because uh, there's life after football. So you're not gonna play football for 50 years, you know. Yeah, it's um, it's it's interesting to say that. So, um, you know, like the, like talking because you you cut obviously a lot of injured players' hair. Uh, what? Yeah, I mean, a lot of injured. Yeah, like my boy know, just came back. My boy just came back. Justin Jones. He just came back a couple weeks ago on the Chargers. Justin. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Ninety three. Yeah. Yeah, so like, let's just take Justin Jones for example. I don't know if you Shoulder. cut. I don't know if you cut his hair recently. I don't know what the deal is. But like, when these guys are injured for like long periods of time, like, what do you and and they and they're cutting their hair, and it's like you talk about like having a bad day. Like, it could be a bad day. You know, you're rehabbing. You want to play. There's mm-hmm. a psychological side to like being injured. What do you like? What do you see? What do you do? You see like, do you, are they like? Are they fine? Mentally, or yeah, they like, they're, they yeah, no, they're fine, you know. They're, they're doing what they love, you know. Not everybody can say they do what they love for a living, but uh, I mean, they're okay. They just they just say they're taking one, one day at a time. You so can't rush an injury, yeah. You can't rush an injury, just take it one day at a time and just hope hopefully they get ready and on time and fast, but make sure you're good, right? Okay, that's fair. Do you uh, do you cut um, Austin Eckler? He's bald. What am I saying? No, he got a bald head. I'm, I'm, I'm like, wait, he just, yeah, I've never seen him with hair. That's it. It's, it's a lot of people. The few that? people that's like, that don't, you know, like Keenan. I met him, but I never cut him. Well, who are, what are you going to cut? He's got a bald head, you know? So it's, it's, it's no disrespect to Keenan, but yeah, that's my, he's, he's been bald head. for five years, something like that. <laughs> He's one of those people that must have been balding from like the time he was eighteen. I have a friend that was that did that. I was like, oh my gosh, bro, I feel bad. It sucks. Like I, a lot of people make it work. Like they make it a look and like they they pull it to their advantage. Yeah, some people. The best yeah, thing. they just fit it. They make it work. Like like this is what it is. This is what I have. Like you can't you can't fight fate <laughs> oh, oh no of course not it's like, it's like i tell my friends like jokingly i'm like my best physical feature is my hair that's what i tell my friends i don't know if it is i'm i'm just saying that you just say that yeah i'm 23 if i started balding like tomorrow i'd be upset i'd be like even like very slowly balding i'd be like what I'd, yeah, I'd, i had a friend that started balding he was 19 bro and I was like, dang, I didn't even know what I would do if I was 19 losing my hair. Yeah. I mean, you're not bald in now, are you? No, no, I got like I got a full set. Yeah, you're oh you're oh my god. 
Not no no worry <laughs> there. No worry there. You're that, that's a full no, not, there, man. Yeah, not 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 yet, but you know, time due process. My dad my dad got a full set. So he he just received a little bit, but he, you know, I think it'll stay around for a little bit. I want some dreads, so who knows? Dreads make it come out faster. <laughs> you want dreads? I want dreadlocks, yep. How how my, long do you have to grow out your hair for that? I could probably let I could probably go get some now. They'll just be short dreads. My hair comes to like probably my chin. But I mean, my girls are like, yeah, yeah, no dreads, blah, blah, blah. It's, we'll see. It's tough to pull off dreads. It, it is. I've, oh, I've wanted them my whole life. Yeah. I, you know, growing up, I just never had the time or, you know, my dad and them wouldn't let me grow dreads. But I'm grown now, so I'm like, I'm going to grow dreads. Or I'm going to try. <laughs> do, do you find, do you have clients that like, or have you had people that like, they don't explain? They're like very vague in explaining what they want you to do. Yeah, you get that too. But it's like, that shit. So you say that. So, like a couple weeks ago, I had a client been cutting up for a long time, well, about three years. And, um, you know, he wanted a certain number. I gave him what he wanted, but I was letting him know before I did it that it was really short. I said, bro, this is a really short number. It's really short. He's like, nah, I do this at, you know, I do it at home. You know, this is what I use at home. I'm like, well, what you doing here, bro? I'm like, go cut it at home. <laughs> and <laughs> and he was just like, no, nah, no, nah, that's what I use. I said, bro, number eight is really short. He's like, nah, go ahead and do it. I said, you know, fuck it. It's your hair, not mine. His hair was white boy, kind of long. I said, all right. Chopped it off, gave him a taper, line up. This fool's like, bro, you fucked my hair, bro. And I'm like. You told me to do it. I even told you it was short. I said, I just did what you wanted, bro. I just, I got tired of hearing you say no. So I just did it. That's what you wanted. Okay, fuck it. It's just your hair. And, uh, you know, but whatever. He gave me a bad review. Just- <laughs> and I was like, bro, like, he just be, he was just immature about the whole situation. It's like, bro, I, I gave you what you wanted. You got mad. Like, I don't know. So I was just like, whatever. I ain't tripping. I don't know if you heard about this, but there's a guy pre-pandemic i should say this is all pre-pandemic who uh, in miami who cuts all these dudes hair uh on the miami marlins and like all these and like of course previous to, to the pandemic i guess he rented out a space in the marlins stadium mm-hmm. so when all these visiting players come in they get haircuts from him too oh that's dope see so how my so how i work so the way i'm working is or how i want it to be like, because I started cutting Solomon Thomas, right? I want, if you're a, a, a star or, or uh, you know, an athlete in kind of sport. Yeah. I want it to be, once you touch down to LA, you have, you got to, you, I, you have to, I want it to be a thing, you know, if that makes sense. If you're coming to LA, you come hey, to- I got to, I got to go see Barbara 562 real quick before I start my day. Or this, I want it to be, okay, I dropped. I gotta come see him real quick. Get this haircut. I gotta see what everybody. I gotta see what the hype is. You know, that, that's, that's what that, I wanted to cool. be. That, that's that. That's like what you want to be known as. Yeah, like, hey, man. Once I'm in LA, oh, yo, can you cut me? Yep, on my way. I that's like where that. I want it to be. Yeah, I, I like it. And there's no reason why it can't be, bro. Because I, I, uh, um, I'm not cocky. I'm far from cocky, but I cut some dope hair. You just, you know, you know your worth in the haircutting. Game. Yeah. Yes. So, 
and, he, and when when he gets put out, like I want everybody to once to come, you gotta stop by. Just hit me up. I'll pull up. You pull up to me. Whatever it is. But if you're somebody and you're coming to LA, make that a point. Do you think that's starting? Do you think it's it's, it's becoming that a little bit? Yeah, it actually is. It's it's starting to get there, and it feels it feels dope though. You know, it feels really it feels really good that people recognize that and 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 you know they make it a point to say, hey, you know, who cut your hair that one time you were here? Oh, yo, Soto, like Kendrick. Kendrick, he he got shot to me by somebody else, and uh, Solomon got shot to me from somebody else on the team, like. And it's crazy how that works because they, you know, their agents know each other or some something with the agents and one of the K White Kazir, Kazir White from Chargers. Yeah, he had, you know, he shot my information to the agent. Agent gave to Solomon. Solomon DM me. So it was a whole process, you know, to how how Solomon reached out to me, and it was it felt super dope because Solomon's a cool, cool ass dude, cool ass dude, and I like to meet and and, and meet people and and see how they are, you know. You know, like, oh, you know, you hear you hear a bunch of different things about stars. Oh, he's an asshole, or he's cool, or oh yeah, he's not cool. And the only asshole I probably ever met in my life was, uh, uh, and maybe I don't even know if he, but he was just an asshole that day. I don't know. Uh, Billingsley, remember Chad Billingsley, the pitcher <laughs> of the Dodgers. Yeah, uh, and that was only one time I seen him or met him. And actually, I took my cousin to the game, and it was just like, oh, Chad, you sign my autograph. And he told my cousin, I don't do autographs. He kept walking. Like, wow. I, was like, like, I hope he was just having a bad day. I was hoping he was having I was, I was like, man. So my cousin was like, man, bro, like that sucks. I was like, I got you. I said, Matt's going to come out right now and get a picture and autograph. So, so he got a picture and autograph with Matt Camp. He's like, that's, all right, cool. That's better. <laughs> I, I've seen that. I, I, was, I was in Baltimore like as a kid mm. at Baltimore Orioles Angels game. Uh, get there super early with my with my dad and my brother, and we're waiting to get autographs. Mm. And I don't know if you remember this dude, Mike Napoli. Oh yeah, yeah, Angels yeah. catcher. Yeah, right, catcher played in the league for like super long time. He's signing first, all these first base. Yeah, first yeah, base he's for a while. yeah, he's signing all these kids' hey, uh, uh, like autographs. He has these. He has like these friends from like like his actual mm. friends come up to him. And then, and then he's like, all right, mm. bye. And me and my brother are still waiting. And we were kids. And my brother got so offended. <laughs> he was like, Mike Napoli, I don't like him anymore. Like, yeah, it, it sucks, you know? It's like that, okay. It sucks. It does. I, yeah, especially when you're a kid. Like, yeah, but no, I for sure. And don't get me wrong. I'm pretty sure the guys get tired, too. It's like, uh, have you Have you, you know, seen? I got to sign all the time. Have you seen how like what happens when Mike Trout enters the stadium or like the uh, he, field? I've uh, it, it goes crazy. I've just because I've seen it at games, but I mean I've been riding. You know I went to Seattle a couple no last year. You know with, with Rashad Penny, and I stayed with him at his house, and I was in his car when we went to the game, and. Um, People just come at his car, like knocking on his win- like the window. On Rashad, I was like, "Damn, bro, you did go through this every." Yeah, wow. I was like, "Bro, you just every day, like everywhere, everywhere I go, bro, it's, 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 but it's like, what can you do? You know, like it sucks, but it sucks that to make to be a star and it sucks to not be a star, you know? <laughs> right, right. I mean, you can't like. 
guys like I guess Rashad Penny, you know, like you can't please everyone. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you can't. It's just like sometimes you just got to keep it going. Like when he's here at home in Norwalk, it is not like that though. You know, and everybody knows him because you know he's from Norwalk High. Rashad Penny, not like how it was in Seattle. Seattle. Yeah, he's from Norwalk, Norwalk, California. Yeah, and I I hope I hope Chad Billingsley. I hope Chad Billingsley was just like having a bad. And day. I just really hope he had a bad day. It was, it was a bad day. You know? I really hope so. But I was like, Damn, not do autographs as a baseball player. That's tough. That's that's a lot. We're of- in the tunnel, so it's not. I mean, we're like, we're where the players come out. You know, we're downstairs, and and, and we're just waiting for. We're. I was waiting for. Uh, I don't even know who I was waiting for. A brave. I was waiting for Bobby Brady to come out, and I just happened to see Matt. So my cousin got a picture with uh, Matt Camp and his autograph. But Chad, he was just like, "I don't do that." And I was like, "Bro, like in my mind, I'm just like, bro, you act like we just like we're here with players. Like we're not just some regular people. Like we're here with players waiting, you know? Like but he was like, no. <laughs> very interesting. Very, very odd. Honestly, I uh, yeah, I I I feel like most athletes are like. I feel like you have your jerks every once in a while. Uh, but for, for the yeah. most part, they're just regular, like, like they're, straight. they're like nice guys, like nothing, gonna... nothing too out of the ordinary about them. That's, I mean, cause like I, yeah, like I, I met Denzel Perriman on the Chargers. Oh yeah. Uh, a couple years ago. I delivered cool, cool. cool, cool dude. Um, huge. He's mm-hmm. very, he's really, really muscular. Uh, and, yeah. <laughs> and I caught him. I delivered food to his house. And as I was leaving, I saw this big truck come behind me. And I'm like, I feel like he's in, the, like, I, I knew it was his house. And I'm like, I feel like he's in the truck. Mm-hmm. He was in the truck. And I got a picture of him. And then he shook my hand. Mm-hmm. And his hands were the same height. So we're seeing eye level. But his hand was so big that it engulfed my hand. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I guess that's how an NFL linebacker is going to be. Yeah, he's a big, big guy. Like, even if you're not a tall guy, you're just a solid 240. guy. 5'10", five, 5'11", five, 240. Amazing, honestly. It's amazing seeing size. Firm, seeing size. firm, too. Very firm, very muscular, just very, like, it's just very impressive seeing someone be built that way, honestly. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, and everybody I cut, bros, everybody I cut is cool as heck. They're cool? Yeah, every person I cut from D lines to, to DBs, to linebackers to receivers, everybody I've come in contact with has been cool as hell. I uh, I can't yeah. say one's like a jerk because they're nah nah. I would recommend that. Uh, you cut used to cut Sam Sam Decker's hair. Uh, when he was on the Clippers, right? Cool as hell. Right. Uh, so I, I'm gonna yes. ask you because I don't I don't know if you heard about what J.R. Smith said about him. No. They, uh, no, what did he say? So J.R. Smith was on a podcast. Um, uh-huh. And he said, and so Sam Decker played on the Cavaliers briefly when in J.R. Smith's last yes. season. So they were teammates for like a little bit, a couple months. Yeah. So J.R. Smith goes in the podcast and he says something to the point of like, of like I, I've been cool with all my teammates except mm-hmm. Decker. And these guys are like, what? Like, what's wrong with Sam Decker? 
and they go and he goes well he's so unaware of his white privilege uh that like something to the point of like he was he's so unaware of his white privilege that like you couldn't even have a conversation with him about it mm, i don't know i don't know about that i i yeah i don't, I don't really go as, but sam decker is cool as hell man he's cool as hell one of the coolest people he's, i'm telling you every time I, i've cut every time i've cut him everything's been straight i've taken my daughter i've taken uh my son my 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 oldest daughter, my oldest son, I've taken them with me to the, the facility and uh, they, they met players. And, you know, everything's straight with him and, and, you know, and kudos to him and uh, Miss Harlan. Well, his wife, Olivia. You got, Olivia you got married, Decker. right? They, they're just, yeah, yeah, they got married a couple years ago. And, uh, you know, they're both cool as heck, real nice, humble people. And like I don't, I never seen a problem with them at all. I mean, I've taken my kids around them and everything. And part of me was saying, well, like J.R. Smith is known to be like controversial. Because part of me was also like, why would you? Yeah, just different things he does. Part of me is also like, is like regardless of like your opinion would... about Sam Decker, why would you blow up a guy's spot like that? Yeah, that's like it's not that serious. Unless it just makes you feel better about yourself or something. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe it does. I was I don't know. I don't know, Sam Decker. Maybe he's like that. I'm just saying, like, like it, it seemed like very odd to me that like it seemed it seemed very it seemed yeah, odd to me that 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 he would just go after someone like a specific individual like on that level. Shout out to Bothering Strangers for having that podcast. Maybe it's the first time I've ever been on one. Pretty dope. Thank um, you. Just follow me, Barber562 on Instagram. Um, I'm really not really on Facebook. I'm on it, but I just just Barbara five six two on uh, IG. It's the so, number. Yeah. It's the numbers five six two, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah it's, uh, at Barber five five six two. Yes. And where's where's your shop at? Uh, I'm located in Norwalk, California. It's and what's called, it called? Uh, Bar- Barbers of Norwalk. Barbers of Norwalk in Norwalk, California. Yep. Barber five six two on Instagram and Facebook. If uh, if that's your thing. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to follow you too. I'm gonna have to follow the podcast. I don't even know if I follow the podcast. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'll, I'll check out. Uh, <laughs> other than yeah. that, uh, thank you for watching. Thank you for letting me bother you, man. No, nah, I mean, man, thank you, man. Blessings, never, man. Whenever you want to talk about anything, I'm, I'm always open. Like, thank book. you, thank you so much. Thank, uh, uh, it's nice to hear that. Uh, follow the podcast on Instagram at at bothering strangers, and follow me on Instagram as well at max hearing one and uh thank you for listening thank you to my guest barbara 562 and uh stay safe thank you for having me